This is episode 35 for Tuesday, February 16th, 2016, brought to you from Arlington, Texas. This week, we will be covering Style 1B, American Lager. Welcome to Brew Styles. My name is Travis, and together with Chris, Eddie, and Sawyer, we take on the world of beer one style at a time. Each week, we discuss a different style of beer and taste some of our favorites. We hope you leave with a thirst for more. Our podcast can be found on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Look us up and subscribe to make sure you are kept up to date on our latest episodes. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at brew underscore styles. Drop by our website, brewstyles.com, where you can stream every episode, check out our photo gallery, and use the contact tab to send us comments and feedback. You can also find more information about the BJCP and how to become a certified beer judge. Settle in and raise a pint with us as we launch into another episode of Brew Styles. Bienvenido a Brew Styles. Oh my god. And he's not here. Uh, he was supposed to do the opener, so... Okay. Yeah, in honor of him. He's not feeling well, so he stayed home. Yeah, yeah, he looked pretty bad this morning. But in his stead, we are joined by two people. So we traded in one, <laughs> one, one minority, and we got another minority and our, our majority. Yeah. I don't know how to say that politically correctly. He's white. Sarkar <laughs> and Fred are joining us. Yay! Hello. Yo, what's poppin'? <laughs> uh, I don't think I need to say anything after that. <laughs> Fair enough. We do need one. <laughs> that was fast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. They're right. They're side by side. <laughs> Great. Ironic. Nice. Anything interesting happened this week? Um. Uh, no. Actually, yes. I oh. uh, I did something yesterday by myself. I did some BJCP judging for the Blue oh, Bonnet yeah. competition at Stubby Shop. And uh, it was really neat. There's a lot of people there, and there's a ton of beers that they need help judging. So uh, we got there at 9 a.m., and I was paired up with uh, somebody else. Uh, his name's Barrett. I've been Facebook friends with him for a while, but I've never met him in person. He's uh, uh, he, his little home brewery is called Black Man Brewing. Right, <laughs> I've, I've seen that. Yeah, and he seen does a, he does yeast too, right? Yeah, he does yeah. some like dry sour yeast, which is pretty cutting edge. Interesting. Um, and talking with him yesterday, he he currently is in charge of the barrel aging program at Deep Ellum. So cool. Um, I support him. Cool. Yes, <laughs> as a brother, he uh. <laughs> Wait, is he yeah. black? Yes. Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh perfect. Okay. Uh, yeah. I support him even more now. <laughs> for black man brewing. Oh, my gosh. But uh, he also did a sour for Deep Ellum, and it's. Uh, I saw that Cool Keg tapped it yesterday. Oh. It's called Playdate, so I need to go check that one out. Pretty cool guy. Interesting. I don't remember his last name, but it's Barrett. Maybe like Wildman. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, Barrett, if you're listening. I was a bad partner. Uh, I remember your first name though. Oh, that was cool. But yeah, it was kind of neat. Got to uh we did two flights. The first one was spicer vegetable. 
<laughs> which was just off the wall. You know, it could be anything from a light, chili beer to a, a dark coffee beer. And so everything was different. Hmm. And then we just had to push three out of 17. So that was rough. And then the next one was a new entrant category. So also anything and everything from light to dark <laughs> and just whatever. Imperial blonde. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a good experience. That's cool. And you got some uh, BJCP points. Or a point. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm upset that I missed it. I had to work yesterday, but... Mm -hmm. Oh, well. And then next Saturday when they're judging, we're going to be in San Antonio. And then the Saturday after that, when they're judging, I'm going to be working then, too. (laughs) Womp womp. Yeah, I'm kind of... Means you also missed the RAR 5K yesterday. Yes. See. How'd that go? I didn't do very much running. (laughs) <laughs> Did you walk five k? <laughs> no, I ran, walked. I actually went from oh, okay. forty four minutes last time to forty one minutes this time. Oh, was it just their fun run? Virtual. Yeah, their it was uh, just a fun monthly run. social, and they had uh, pancakes with strawberries on them afterward. Ooh. Ooh. So all that running you just did? <laughs> oh yeah, like all that pancakes. running was immediately followed by two brewery tours. So I went home and took a nap. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah. Nice. All right, well, what are we talking about today? Beer. Uh, we have kind of gone crazy as far as social media Yes. this week, so we need to talk about that. We have a Facebook. Oh, okay, you, can, yeah. you can follow us on Facebook. Just search for Brew Styles. We're on there. Uh, we also have a Twitter. It's at Brew underscore Styles. We have 81 followers now. It's awesome. I think most of them are robots, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we have an Instagram now, which Eddie's in charge of. I think it's just Brew Styles on there. We are on we are on Untapped at Bruce Styles. We are on Swarm <laughs> at Bruce Styles. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't. Travis, Travis has been going a little crazy with the uh, the accounts here. Well, the cool thing is you can like connect them all. So with a push of one button, I immediately check into everything. So that's neat. But mm. you know, if if you're so inclined, you can follow us there. You can also go to iTunes and. Uh, I mean, it's Find great marketing and media, so yeah, able to hit more masses. Yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it. You know, I think I could be a professional tweeter and a professional twat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I get paid for is, that. Is that is that falling into the curse word territory? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> this, you didn't you didn't well, say well, this one was vulgar. No, you well, did not. Check we didn't the check the explicit box. Oh, Travis is going to try and find the drop now. No, oh, okay. I was too late. Well, I don't know. We'll, we'll leave that one in, and we'll see if we get a nasty email. <laughs> you can send that to chris at brewstyles.com, <laughs> and then look for us on iTunes, subscribe, and write a review. Write about how much you dislike uh, Chris saying that naughty word. And maybe we'll send you a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> there you go. Today is, well, we're recording on Super Bowl Sunday. We're very excited. Yeah. I would sing the NFL theme song, but I'm pretty sure we would get sued for that. So I'll let you imagine it yourself right now while we sit in silence. <laughs> but when you're listening to this, the Super Bowl happened like a week and a half ago. So, yeah. you know, I'm so glad that this team won. <laughs> We'll cut that in later. Yeah, we'll go back and splice it in. You'll sound this really is the Deep Elo IPA. So, because of that, we are celebrating with a uh, with a an American standard style of beer, the American Lager. 
And Chris is going to tell us all about it. Yes, I am. Okay, so 1B, American lager, overall impression. Very pale, highly carbonated, light-bodied, well-attenuated lager with a very neutral flavor profile and low bitterness. Served very cold. It can be a very refreshing and thirst-quenching drink. I'm pretty sure they copied and pasted that from the American light lager. Probably. (laughs) Aroma, low to no malt aroma, although it can be perceived as grainy, sweet, or corn-like if present. Hop aroma may range from none to a light spicy or floral hop presence. While a clean fermentation character is desirable, a light amount of yeast character, particularly a light apple character, is not a fault. Light DMS is also not a fault. Appearance, very pale straw to medium yellow color. White frothy head, seldom persists, very clear. Flavor, relatively neutral palate with a crisp and dry finish and a moderately low to low grainy or corn-like flavor that might be perceived as sweetness due to the low bitterness. Hot flavor ranges from none to moderately low levels and can have floral, spicy, or herbal quality, although often not strong enough to distinguish. Balance may vary from slightly malty to slightly bitter, but is relatively close to even. High levels of carbonation, clean lager fermentation character, crisp, dry finish, Mouthfeel low to medium low body, very highly carbonated with slight carbonic bite on the tongue. So, um, standard adjunct lager. <laughs> this is beer. Yeah. Where's the it's yellow drop? Read the uh <laughs> read the style comparison part of that because it compares how yeah. this one yeah. holds up to the light lager. So uh style comparison stronger, more flavor and body than a light American lager. Less bitterness and flavor than an international lager. Significantly less flavor, hops, and bitterness than traditional European pilsners. Yeah, so I think that's the big difference between pilsners and the American lagers. The pilsner's going to have a lot more of that hop character. Yeah, if you're, I mean, if you're looking at like you know, Czech pilsner and, and German pils, those yeah. are very different from like a, a standard yeah. Bud Light or whatever. So it's going to be a little more bland or a lot more bland? The light, the uh, the American Lager. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be just kind of there, maybe slightly sweet, grainy, corn like. Not really any kind of bitterness, just crisp, clean, and dry. Beer. Yeah, cool. It's literally just beer. Let's step up from water. <laughs> I, I like beer. You have water, American Light Lager, and then lager. American Lager. <laughs> America, think female. <laughs> Oh so that's kind of where we're sitting with that. Reminds me of a dirty joke about, oh, uh, I think John Cleese told it <laughs> uh, from Monty Python. He's talking about, you know, something with uh, comparing American beer to uh, canoes. What? Is what? anyone familiar with this joke? No, I don't. I've, I've heard it, but I cannot recall it. I yeah. think it's also an Australian beer joke. Yeah, I, I can't say it on the air because... We did not check the explicit box. But if you're so inclined, you can Google canoe American beer joke. Interesting. Yeah. It's funny. All right. But uh, today's episode is going to be a little different from episode 10. If you remember, we did feature the American Light Lager already. And in that one, we had just a blind tasting where we had five different ones. And we tried to determine which ones are which, and we all failed in glorious Miserably. fashion. Yeah, it was awful. 
we brought our our friend on who's a a restaurant manager because you know he's a professional he knows he knows beer and that you know what everybody drinks in the restaurant setting it's always Bud Light Miller Light Coors Light you know he's always telling us those three things are your money maker none of us could tell the difference between any of them we all got them wrong mm -hmm. I think maybe we each got one right but that was it you and I got one and that was luck and uh, Chris the other Chris got zero out of five <laughs> it was bad <clears throat> So today will not be like that. No, no. Uh, we do have several examples. They are not all um, from the giant macro breweries. We have a few from those. But mm -hmm. we also have some nice uh, craft examples that we're um, happy to feature and some Texas ones as well. Um, so we'll do just kind of a regular format like we always do. And, and we will uh, enjoy some American lager on this Super Bowl Sunday. But before we get into that, Sawyer, we have trivia. Yes. That's our theme music for trivia. <laughs> what does that have to do with trivia? I don't know. He okay. had a special request, so I did it. Okay. I mean, that's what we've been playing in the past. So I guess it's just been a while since we did trivia. Yeah, it has been a while. <laughs> okay. And none of us have beer in our glasses, but that... Oh, well, Travis, Travis does. Travis a little bit. So he can drink. Okay. <laughs> All right, question one. What event influenced the American lager? Beer. He didn't give the choices I yet. Given the choices, Crap. doesn't mean he may not know the answer. <laughs> all right, Travis, European you, lager. Yeah, Travis, you so rang what's in. The answer. Uh, world War Two. It's been the answer for all of these, so I'm going to say World War Two. <laughs> nope. Dang it. World War One. No. The That's Civil a, that was War. A great answer. No. <laughs> yep. Yes. It, maybe. Maybe. Let me read the answer choice. The French, the French, French Canadian Indian War. Oh my God! It's <laughs> always right. a war, though. <laughs> Your choices are the American Revolution, <laughs> World War Two, yes, Prohibition, Ooh. or D, both B and C. What were B and C? World War Two and Prohibition. B and C did not occur at the same time, so can I do that? Yes, Sir Carr. A. No. B. Did no. you say American Revolution or the craft beer revolution? I said the American. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I put that in there. <laughs> <laughs> it is not B. Please reference outtakes episode number. <laughs> okay, do we not? Are we out of guesses? Well, I guess. I can't answer. guess again. I, it's, we guessed every answer already. All right, it's, it's answer choice D. It's actually both the what? World War II and Prohibition. That's what it said because online. World War yeah, II. But those were like 20 what? years apart. Yes, I know, but that's what it said. <laughs> well, I don't know about Prohibition, but World War II, they had to make it lighter and more agreeable right. with people that were not fighting the war. Yes. So so do you have any anything else to go with that or just the question and answer? No, that's really all I had. <laughs> well, cause, I mean, so everybody that, was of, everybody that was in fighting shape and fighting age was sent to fight the war, and so all of a sudden the beer production... That's literally all I found on it. Yeah, I mean, oh, did you read the God. history section in the BJCP? Uh, that's not where I got it from. Oh. Because this is what the BJCP history section says. Enlighten us. Although German immigrants had brewed traditional Pilsner-inspired lager beer in the U.S. since the mid-late 1800s, the modern American lager style was heavily influenced by Prohibition and World War II. So that part of it is what you just said. <laughs> Surviving breweries consolidated... <laughs> Thanks, Sample. Good job. Good job, Sawyer. Thank you. I, I worked really hard. Surviving breweries consolidated 
expanded distribution and heavily promoted a beer style that was appealing to a broad range of the population. So there you go, Fredo. All right. Well, that's trivia. Became, <laughs> became the dominant beer style for many decades and spawning many international rivals who would develop similarly bland products for the mass market supported by heavy advertising. It's still a nice and now tasty nod to brewing history. Actually, it sounded more like it's still a nice and now tasty. Nod. Yeah, whatever. All right, so he just covered like three of my questions. Sweet. So we're going to move on. <laughs> so Go you ahead and ask them anyway. Yeah, ask them anyway. No, because you literally covered them all. That way we can get them right. <clears throat> Let's see. All right, I have one that he didn't cover, though. It was like a review for Actually, the exam. I have a couple that he didn't cover, so it's okay. <laughs> That's why I put in a bonus. Ooh. All right, so this is not the bonus, though. What is the best-known American lager? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Coors. Budweiser, Ghostface Killer, or Miller? <laughs> Miller. Ghostface Killer. No. Beer. No. Yes, Travis. Bud. That is correct. I rang incorrectly. Travis gets the point. Ding, 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 ding. All right. Uh, Everyone else drink your empty glass. I got something in mind. All right, and here's the only other one that he did not cover, and this is actually not related to... Uh, this specific style. There we go. I can't talk this morning. All right, the bonus. How many gallons of beer can you fit into one barrel? And there's no answer choices. Um, so beer. Just, yes. 33. No. One barrel, not one keg. Beer. That's why I'm sitting over here trying to yes, do math. Yes, Travis. Oh. 31. That is correct. 31 oh. gallons of beer. Oh. Fifteen and a half close. Is a half barrel. Yeah. You're very close. I couldn't remember if it was thirty one or thirty three, so I went thirty three. Well, we'll give you a half point for that. Okay, I was close. So yay, <laughs> trivia. Woo. Do I get a half point for saying answer choice A? What was A? <laughs> no, there was there, no. There was no A. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm gullible sometimes. All right. Well, that was kind of a waste <laughs> all right <laughs> sorry i thought you said you were done because as no, soon as you I, read the question you're like that's all i found no that's like, that's like, like all i found got... on that particular question oh yes <laughs> i i had this My planned fault. out it's all good it's sorry. all good thanks for your help <laughs> <laughs> that's teamwork yes <laughs> sorry he's gonna be sick next week man i'm not gonna show up <laughs> <laughs> Don't even care about my segment anymore. No, it's all it's all good. I'm not <laughs> segment always gets commandeered anyway. Yeah. All right, go with Eddie. So I guess we're moving on to the tasting section. Yeah, we already drink some beer. Yeah, let's. I'm ready right. for beer. Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> Okay, I won't do it anymore. What's up next, Sawyer? Uh, or first? <laughs> well, again, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> this is uh, the Coors Banquet slash original. Coors. Yay! Original. And I'm drinking this out of my Coors Light glass <laughs> from that there total wine. Anyways, this is from Golden, Colorado. Brewed with 100% Rocky Mountain water since 1873. <laughs> That's about all it says. And you brought it in a paper sack. I did bring it in a paper sack. And it's worth to note that they are uh, traditionally 40s. Traditionally, it's drank out of a paper sack. <laughs> yes, they are 40s. Oh, we could have played Edward 40 hands. Wait, that's not a 40. Not that's 40s, a 24. That's oh, a 24. My bad. Well, still. Okay, so it's 5% ABV. 
I have no idea about the IBUs. I my 16 ounces. And it has 169,000 plus. You can find plus. it in the bathroom in about 15 minutes. <laughs> it has, Probably be the same color. It has 169,000 plus check-ins on Untapped with a 2.75 star rating. Yeah. Out of five. Out of five. This was a new rate for me. I gave it <laughs> I gave it a five star. So anyways, there's that's the beer. We're drinking. All right, well, it's their banquet beer. Very clear. Crystal. Very clear. Clear. Yep. clear. Straw clear. color. It's yellow. Had a big foamy head. About two seconds ago. Yeah. It subsided very quickly. Disappeared quickly. It smells like Kirsch. Well, Sir Carr still has... You're also drinking out of a juice glass. <laughs> He's got a sippy cup. Don't, don't judge me. <laughs> He's not feeling very well today, so he needs to gin and juice. <laughs> Anyway, lots of carbonation. Aroma, I get grain and light aroma. Did, does anyone yeah. get Rocky Mountain water? No. Adrian, <laughs> I'm thirsty. Now it was uh, when we were talking about our rock beer episode. <laughs> it was the Budweiser that had the beechwood in it, right? Yes. Yes. So this one's not going to have the beechwood. No. I'm looking forward to their commercials today during the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah that sure, should be sure. really interesting. I, I heard that they have another uh, controversial one. We should live tweet the Super Bowl today. Just like everybody else who's yep. watching the Super Bowl is going to yeah. do. Yeah. So as you are listening to this at home, you can go back in time a week and a half and uh, check out our live tweet. Check out our website. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our website. <laughs> anyway, back to the flavor of this um, banquet beer. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you ever been camping and you went and you found one of those pumps that was pumping out of the spring and you had to hand pump it and it's usually a little bit rusty? Yeah. yeah. I do taste Rocky Mountain spring water. <laughs> you also see like a little metallic note. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's definitely a metallic note. And... The graininess is way up front. Mm-hmm. Um, no hot bitterness at all. No. It's pretty sweet, actually. Yeah. Light-bodied, big carbonation tingle mm-hmm. over the palate. Everything the BJCP said it would be. <laughs> you get any uh, corn or rice notes? Corn, not corn. rice. Yeah, I'd say a little bit of corn. Okay. No rice. Well, it's just there. This is beer. It's the just, the BJCP liquid. even called it bland. It's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, and that's what the spot the style is supposed to be. Just there, you drink it. You don't really get much out of it, and you don't really think about it. But it's um, it's comforting, appealing to the mass market. What is the ABV on Queer's Light? Low four, fourteen, yeah, like four or something. Mm-hmm. Is that why they call it light, or is it just less calories or whatever? They kind of go hand Yeah, it's a, it's a couple of different things. Oh, okay, because this one's five percent. Yeah. When I was when I was reading on the history and everything for the light lager episode, I read that a lot of companies will brew their regular lager and then cut it with carbonated water to make the light lager version. They just they brew the same beer over and over and over again. And then they get two different beers out of it. 
kind of like reverse party guile brewing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that would really aid in uh, consistency. Oh, yeah. You can be super consistent with it. So. Interesting. It's the same beer. To, you don't have to mash a 4% beer that way. Yeah. You mash your 5% or 6% beer and then just cut it. So it'll be interesting to have the two side by side and see. Yeah. All right, well, uh, poundability <laughs> rating? Uh, like five. Like ten. Five poundability oh, rating. Yeah, what's, the, <laughs> what's the scale? One to ten. One, One to ten. ten. One ten being, being like, very poundable. Yeah. Ten. Yeah. I could pound this better than most. I don't know the high carbonation level. I'm going to give it a nine because of the high carbonation level. Well, yeah. yeah, you notice I'm it, three sips in and I'm already belching in the mic. It kind of... The the carbonic bite that we were talking about burns if you. <laughs> I feel like it's kind of hard to shotgun actually, but it, they said pound, not shotgun. Slight difference. It's one in the <laughs> <Yes>. same. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's one when in the you, same. When you stab your keys through the can, it's a different method of pounding. <laughs> it's one in the same the <laughs> because you're still you're still be. trying to drink it as quickly as possible. Yeah, I don't know. I in the cup you can just drink it though i'm i'm gonna give this like a a seven <clears throat> yeah it's light but oh. the carbon the carbonic bite and the, the high carbonation i think would not do well for chugging i'm unfazed it's a 10 fair enough well that brings up an interesting thought <clears throat> what would be the most uh i guess the easiest style to shotgun because i would think you know okay the, the lightest beer possible and then we're talking about, well, maybe we can't shotgun this as easy as some other ones. Yeah, well, shotgunning, I, 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 I think the carbonation would help because once you pierce the can, it's gonna, the pressure is going to be spraying it down your throat faster. <laughs> I yeah, bet, but you're still going to have the carbonic bite, too. Yeah. I so. bet that the easiest style would be 1050. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Fredo how that went. <laughs> you got nectar. I, I had to repaint my ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, do that outside. <laughs> there might be a video of that on the internet somewhere. <laughs> have to find that. Is it on YouTube? I'd probably. I do have a video of um, the owner of Rabbit Hole and a bunch of other people at the uh, the Iron Mash party shotgunning Sir Williams. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was pretty entertaining. In that same run of videos is a... The fruit smoothie I made with Sculpin, thinking that the fruity hops would accentuate the fruit smoothie. I was, <laughs> it was just awful. <laughs> it was it's just terribly it wrong. It was so bad. So don't make smoothies with beer. <laughs> yeah, shock. All right. Well, so back to uh, Kerr's life. Anybody knows Kerr's I mean, Kerr's banquet. Anybody I'm going to have anything else to say. I'm going to answer my own question. I no. think the easiest to shotgun would be. <laughs> Would be a cask mild, because it's on cask, so it's very low carbonation, very and low it's alcohol. mild, low alcohol, low flavor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can fights back. Sawyer just tried to crush it on his head, and he put a little dent in it, and then it popped back out. <laughs> Interestingly, he like, tried to crush it sideways. <laughs> oh, I wanted to crush it sideways, because it's so long. <laughs> yup. I've suddenly gotten it in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god. We're not even one beer in yet. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. 
Okay. That is a big cock. <laughs> yup. Okay, right. I'll put From it down. Black Man Brewery. There you go. <laughs> oh, it's Tillman. Barrett Tillman. I knew it would come to me. All right. <laughs> so what exactly about that terrible joke brought his name to your mind? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Anybody have anything else to add for this one? No. I like this no. beer. You I like this beer? I like, I like this, this beer, beer too. Because <laughs> it brings you back to your high school days in a field? No. Actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. It's because it tastes like Mark Carter, whereas. What? No. no. <laughs> the chili beer tastes like Mark Carter, whereas. Yeah, see, there was even a drop for it. I didn't know that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, uh, it's a good base style. Let's see where we go from here. Let's go to the next one. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, All right, so our next beer um, is actually one I've never had before. Uh, We've got some PBR, Paps Blue Ribbon. Paps Blue what? Ribbon. Okay. It's an award-winning beer. It is an award-winning beer. <laughs> Do we know why? It was a trivia yeah. question. Because it got a blue ribbon. I know why as well. I know why as well, but it remember, this was a trivia question. question yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It won and a blue ribbon. Trivia was robbed where? today. Maybe you could regale us. Where Where was it won? <laughs> it's your trivia question. You should know. No, I'm asking choices? you guys. You don't know? What are my answer I know, but Sawyer doesn't he doesn't know. know. I'm asking y'all. A, Dallas, Texas. No. B, Ch- yeah. Florida, Chicago Miami. State Fair. No. C. Travis is right, but it's not State Fair. It's the World, the world Fair. World Fair. C. St. Petersburg, Russia. C. What year? 1964. Uh, I don't remember the year. That surely. I know the beer is, but is the ribbon? What did they call it before? Beer. Pabst. <laughs> Pabst. Pabst. Regular. It's just P. Pabst. Can I get a P? Hasn't been entered in a competition. Pabst. Yet. Non-winning beer. Anyways, been too busy to to submit a PB Paps beer. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a, a a Paps participation ribbon, please? Participation. <laughs> what if it got second place? Would it have been Paps Red Ribbon? Perhaps, maybe. Or what if they just not changed the name of it? Red, well, red is the, my favorite color. The brewery's been around since 1844, so that's why I was curious when when the, when the uh, they won the ribbon. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Who are they owned by? They're, are they owned by, like... Pabst may or may not still own itself, but last I heard, they didn't own any of their own <clears throat> breweries anymore. So they, even though they had gone and gobbled up a whole bunch of other breweries, they yeah. didn't, they still didn't own their own facility like, for a long time. Pabst makes, like, Old Milwaukee or Milwaukee's Best and the, basically all the scary things that you see at the gas station, <laughs> like Steel City Lager and... Um, no, there's a lot of uh, the the is that the a, Walgreens beer. Oh yeah, um, um, uh, 1902 or whatever. It was like numbers or, or <laughs> it definitely had a year in it. Old flats, big flats, yes. big flats, 1902 yes. something. Think, yeah, I think they they just kind of <laughs> bought out anyone they could and just the Walgreens owned, owned the beer. Name. Yeah, you don't remember the Walgreens beer? No, you could buy a pallet of it for. Very cheap. No, it's called Big Flats, and we oh had, yeah, like, Big Flats. There was yeah. the uh, there was that Snowmageddon several years ago, and we couldn't go any mm-hmm. to work for like a week. Uh huh. And so we would just gun it in the suburban and slide down the street. <laughs> Pulled into Nizza Pizza, ate lunch there, walked across the street to uh, 
Vlogging. So, uh, All right. fun fact is that the cans... Case of beer for 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> a case. The cans are actually recyclable aluminum, the, and they were made really? by the union. <laughs> which, which union? The, the, the I don't know. aluminum don't, union. Uh, why don't you tweet them and ask? Okay. Through your Bruce Styles account. Travis, you're a podcast twat, so... I'll twatter. <laughs> the can doesn't have a rating on it, by the way, so... Well... Cool. This tastes like Kurs. It's not as... Looks the same. Hold on, look at the... I think it was just condensation. I was going to say it's not as clear, but no, it's it's, 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 it's clear. pretty clear. Clear. White and yellow. Head. I actually think the color of this might be slightly darker than the banquet. Yeah, I think so too, actually. It's got more of like a an orange tint to it than yellow. It's orange. All right, so I got your answer. Okay. <laughs> it was called Pap Select. And oh. then when they won their ribbons, they actually, were when they won the competition, they actually tied ribbons around the bottles from 1882 to 1916. And so everybody just called it Blue Ribbon. So okay. it's like it's like your cat toy that we got here with the um, Celebrator. Yes. <laughs> when did we get that? They're tied around the that necks of the all Doppel Celebrators. Box. Oh, episode. I don't think. Sorry, I was here what for year that. did you say that it won? <laughs> I didn't. I I don't know what he year gave it won a yet. range. Well, I think from 1882 to 1916, it says they tied the the actual ribbon around the bottle. So I could. One would think it would be would the like. year before that that they won it. 1881. <clears throat> so it was popular when electricity was starting to get popular in the United States. I thought everything was in black and white back then. It was. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, blue Until was just Nikolai another Tesla shade of gray. Yeah. What if you're colorblind? Paps, black and white ribbon. <laughs> well, colorblind is a difference between not being able to tell between two colors. But since all the labeling is red, yeah. and then there's that blue, I think blue and red are a colorblind problem. So it's just Paps, whatever that color is. Yeah. Jack it says this blue is on the can. This is false advertising. You're, you're right. <laughs> what? It does say blue. It says blue on the can. <laughs> So, power of it's deduction. Not, it's, it's a black and white can. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, um, I actually like the flavor of this one a little bit better than the Coors. I do, too. Shockingly. I think there's a little more going on. Just, you know, a little more aroma, a little more flavor. It's a little bit more malty, in my opinion. Yeah, it's not as sweet. Yeah. It doesn't have that grainy sweetness to it. Yeah. With the Coors. Yeah. I think I, well, I don't know. Still I, no hot bitterness, though. No, no hot bitterness. I, I'm having a hard time deciphering this whole graininess thing with these beers. You need to eat some grain, some two row. Oh, uh, just put some in your mouth and chew on it. <laughs> it's an interesting experience. Yeah, so you'll know. Have gotten it in my mouth? <laughs> Is it just like eating the hops? Uh, it, it would be a, a much Ooh. more pleasurable experience oh. than eating. The <laughs> that was disgusting. Bad. Tastes just like the banquet to me. Yeah. You get the same? Yeah. Tastes like hipster tears. <clears throat> Did you just say hipster tears? Yeah. This Whoa. is like the, the hipster beer of choice. At like any hipster bar. I think... Did you know that? No, I didn't yeah. know that. I don't I, usually go to those bars. Yeah, it's it, and that's kind of what has fueled their recent, um, I guess, resurgence. Because oh, man. They, they have adopted it as their their self-proclaimed beer. I think the carbonation level on this is a little bit softer. Lower. 
Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, it doesn't have the bite that the uh, Coors. No, and but you know I'm drinking out of my Coors Light glass, so this automatically makes it Coors. <laughs> so all the scary things that I'm they drinking own. out of a Miller Light glass. Ballantine, Heilman, who makes the old style, mm-hmm. Pearl, Lone Star, Olympia, Falstaff. Rainier, <laughs> Schaefer, Schlitz, Schaefer, Schlitz, Schlitz. Okay, yeah. Schmidt, Stroh. That's a piece Schmidt. of Schmidt. St. Ides. You remember St. Ides? Malt liquor. Oh, my. Malt liquor. Yep. Iceman. I've never even heard of that one, but that's amazing. That sounds like your beer, Shakar. Iceman. Steel, do they yeah. own Steel Reserve and like Cobra and all the malt liquor stuff, too? It doesn't look like it, but they very well may. All these beers have really convoluted... Corporate who, structure. Who owns Pearl and Pearl Light? Pabst. Okay. Black Pearl? <laughs> Stock no. Pearl. No. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Fluke sold out. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways. Well, you know, I, yeah, I will say that I like this beer better. So, poundability rating. Five poundability rating. <laughs> Ten. I might go up to nine on this one. I would say 11. <laughs> I'm serious. You're going up to 11, man. I, Goes I, to 11. <laughs> I'm being completely serious though, because it's it's not as carbonated as the Coors. Yeah. So. The carbonic bite is less harsh on this one yeah. as it was the banquet. You and could, it's not as sweet, too. It's it's a little smoother. It's a yeah, little cleaner, I think. It goes down easy. Yeah, so if you're looking to shotgun a beer for the first time, this might be your best bet. <clears throat> Travis. It is a good bet. I go 9, 9.2. I mean, the carbonic bite still hurts. 9.2. Are we using decimals now? Yeah. We've done 0.5 before. We've never mm-hmm. done... 9.23. Oh. 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 Let's take it to a hundredth. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this one a lot better than the Coors. Mm-hmm. I can see why it won a blue ribbon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll put this at nine. It was easy. Yeah. Cool. Easy drinking. What's next? Well, we're very excited about our next beer. And it comes from a, a brewery who is new to our podcast. New. We're excited. And it actually has its own theme song, which is kind of neat, too. Oh, my gosh. Up, slope, funk you up. Up, slope, funk you up. Oh, no. Up, slope, funk oh, Jesus. This is from Upslope, <laughs> which comes out of Boulder, Colorado. And it's their craft lager. We're very excited that uh, we're able to welcome them under our podcast. Welcome. 4.8%. And the ingredients would be snow melt. <laughs> what? That's, All of their that's, that's the beers water. have snow melt at the top, I think. Malt, check size hops, and clean yager least. Clean yager least. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Lol. All right, so I guess we can just quickly get color, trout, color and clarity out of the way. It's yellow. Yes. Actually, it's trout. Yeah, it, trout unlimited. This might be closer to the orange color okay. that the PBR was. I orange. Think. Ah, I see. It's still a little bit Golden. darker. Yeah, it's yeah. still a little darker than the Coors, though. I wouldn't call it orange. No. But this would be a craft example rather than a yeah, a right big industry beer. Rightio. I smell more hops. I do too. Than the others. Yeah, it's yeah. got it's got a little bit going on there. Uh huh. Yeah, very floral. And yep. Mm-hmm. Sazi. Yeah. Well, I think craft is a synonym for we put more hops in it, mm. especially in America. Yeah, <clears throat> cinnamon. <laughs> All I get is the cinnamon. <laughs> <laughs> cinnamon. 
No, there's no cinnamon. And there's also no Paradise Seed, Sawyer. Dang it! (laughs) However, I do get a little bit more of the bitterness in this one than the other two. Yeah, I like this one better than the other two. I feel like I just drank the same beer that I just drank. No. Just drink. Oh, keep an open mind. <laughs> I get a little more dryness, uh, like on the edges of the tongue. Mm-hmm. So the the bitterness, I think, is a little higher on this than yeah. it was on the other two. Yeah, This is even smoother than the PBR, in my opinion. I disagree. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, the PBR is smoother. Really? The, the bitterness and the dryness of this changes that up a little bit. I think it's different for me, I guess. This I, is yeah. more flavorful. Yeah, it tastes... Different. I think I think well yes it does taste different but I think the flavor kind of makes it more smooth for me to drink even with the bitterness. Well, I mean they both got that clean yogurt least so. <laughs> now here's Sorry another saying that five times fast. Here's another question: Do you think the filtering? He'll <laughs> get mad. Do you think yeah. the filtering at the big boy level is different than the craft? Yes. Level. You know, y'all Possibly, made, but this isn't a very small craft brewery. How many microns? No. Well, I was about to say, y'all were laughing at me about filtration microns whenever I brought that up. I w- I w- yeah, I was. <laughs> and Travis, do you remember where we were when the speaker started talking about micron filtration? PJCP class. No. Oh, really? Yeah, not something as silly as that. Oh, just kidding. JK. It was no. our club meeting this month. When the brewer from Martin House, the head brewer and owner, Cody Martin, came and talked to us, he was talking about micron filtration. And I looked at you guys and I went, uh, uh, uh. I don't think I was paying attention. I'm not that big of an idiot. It's kind of important because he's talking about his different beers and how we filtered to like one micron or five microns or whatever the numbers were. He said different beers had different micron filtration levels. They filter? Yeah. I'm assuming... That's less, what he was talking less about. Filtration on his saison and more yeah. filtration, or no it. filtration on the saison, and then when they have, you know, I don't know, Imperial I don't, I don't remember the specifics because we were drinking at the time, but it, it seems like such a. I heard the word micron and immediately turned my attention. It seems like it's such a small operation, though, for them to be filtering well, like that. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they are, but you know, I just because to get this clarity, you have to filter that. Um, no, you get no. that clarity out of you, your kids yeah, all you the do. time. And yeah. you well, just dump okay. all the mess in there. Yeah. But these guys filter. Well, so what are what are you doing differently then? I don't know. He's dumping all of the mess into no, the No, not all of it. Well, I do that too. 90% of the mess. I but, do that too, but I, my beers are never that clear. Okay. And I put that, Irish moss in. That being a side though. I haven't learned how to though. handle that uh, auto-siphon yet. Sample's got a way with it. <laughs> That being said, aside, Mine is smaller. The other part of <laughs> oh my gosh. the other part of the filtration thing is preservative preservation of the product, like what you put in jelly. Well, no. <laughs> okay, so is that is that why we put things into secondary? Well, okay, so hops are the natural preservative, right? We all know that. Yes. But if you take a homebrew, yes. something hoppy, and sure. let it sit for two, three years, it's going to be a completely different beer. India stale ale. If you take one of these beers, the Coors or the PBR or whatever, and leave it in the back of your fridge for two or three years, you open it up, it's going to be a lot closer to what it originally was. 
It's because the yeast have been removed from the yeah. product. Yeah, they so filtered they, it. They can't change it. That's what I'm saying. They filtered it. Even even if the, the clearing, if I do a cold crash and whatever, there's still going to be yeast at a microscopic level in the beer, always, unless you filter it. Sure, but isn't the biggest difference between storing an IPA for years and a pale lager for years that they're the hops are like the biggest thing to go first. Right. And you're talking about taking something that is known strictly for its hop profile, then removing its hop profile and then taking something that's known for being essentially flavorless and not being able to take any flavor away. Yeah. But my point was that we know that hops are natural preservative. So we put hops in something to preserve it. Right. Right. But the oil from the hop, which is the first thing to go away is why it is an IPA and not, different beer yeah yeah i mean i get i get what you're saying if you were to homebrew an american lager versus you know one that we just got in a can and you set them aside for a couple years and then taste them the one that has been filtered um would be more close to what it was when it was originally made yeah because all of the characteristics that are going to change over time uh, i.e yeast have been removed from that product so i'm yeah, I guess it makes sense. It's not something that we really care about on the homebrew level because, honestly, you make something and then you drink it within a month or two. So you're not really unless you about... Unless you brew something to age specifically for that style. but And in that case, you're wanting it, the profile yeah, to change. Yeah, exactly. That's why you're aging it. Yeah, so I, I don't know because I guess all breweries, even at the craft level, have some kind of filtration system. Maybe they don't use on all the beers, but... If you're concerned with how your how long your product sits on a shelf after all of the, you know, sitting in your warehouse, getting picked up by the distribu- distribution company, being driven to their warehouse and then being driven to the store or wherever, then it sits on the shelf for a long time and then somebody buys it and, you know, you lose, we talked about this before, you lose control of your product once it leaves your brewery. Sure. So you want to make sure that it's going to last as long as possible to be the beer that you brewed. So in order to do that, you would have to filter, right? Yeah, I mean, because that's the only safeguard that you have as a brewer to make sure that it's still going to be very similar to what it was when it, uh, you know, when it left the brew house to when it gets to the consumer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I've never really thought about that, and I've never, honestly, in all the the craft beer tours I've taken. They never walked us around and said, okay, well, here's our mash tun, here's our fermentation tank, here's our filter. <laughs> because that's not as, as shiny and... No one's it, ever said yeah, that. Yeah, because everybody wants to see the big, shiny tanks. A lot of these guys are talking bottle conditioning, though, and you can't bottle condition as much with that heavy of filtration. Right, yeah. You're stripping that yeast out. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. It's kind of off topic, but kind of not, but whatever. <laughs> yes have we talked about this beer at all i remember singing about it but i don't think we talked yeah about we it. talked about it a little bit yeah because we were talking about the bitterness levels and uh the, so funk you yeah. up i'm so funk you up i don't taste any trout though <laughs> yeah it's not really fishy so i guess they missed the mark on that point but uh to that point i'm glad they missed it me too I don't, you know i like this one better than the other two yeah flavor wise i think i i mm-hmm. like it better but i still think it's the more PBR was smoother more character yeah. It's more taste. It's it doesn't have the, that metallic flavor that the Coors had. With my glass, you could say... <laughs> it's probably because the Czech hops. They what? The Czech hops. Yeah. 
Hmm. The can says that it's good. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Straight from the horse's mouth, the can says it's good. Join us next week when we talk about more good cans. cans. <laughs> Travis, all of these have been cans, and you haven't once played your can opening drop. Exactly, because it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, It's funny when you have the bottle. Like, okay, open it up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, poundability. Um, Sorry, ten. you just pounded it. What is it? Ten. Okay. Eight. Have you been ten on all of them? No, I was 11 on the uh, Oh, yeah, that's right. that's right. This one's easier than the others because yeah, it doesn't have the carbonic, uh, carbonic bite. The carbonic. 9.7. I think the carbonation level is similar to the PBR. 9.7. But the PBR was smoother, so I think it's easier to it's pound. Olympic so judge score. I'm going to say 8 for this one and stick with my 9 on the PBR. What are you doing, Fredo? Rubbing your beard on the pop filter. <laughs> Just see what kind of noise it makes. I'm going to pound the crap out of it. There you go. <laughs> Thank you, Eddie. All right. Any other comments on the upslope to it's, funk you up? It's upslope. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. What's next? So next up, we have Guns and Oil Brewing Maverick Lager, based out of Austin, Texas, from what I can gather, even though the bottle says Moriarty, New Mexico. Anyway, it's weird. Yeah. Um... This one's 4.6 ABV, so pretty standard with the others. Cool. Now, I, I do want to say, this is in the bottle, and when I was looking for this, the one I found in the can was just called American Lager. And I, from what I was able to determine, there's not a difference. So I'm thinking maybe the can is called one thing, the bottle called another thing. I don't know that for sure. That's cool. Open it up. But... <laughs> I knew that was coming. I've had the canned American lager before. I don't know that I'll be able to tell you if this is the same beer or not. Okay. Because that's great marketing, by the way. Because now it looks like they have two totally different beers, even until though you actually drink it and they're the same beer. Look at the clarity. I wonder how many microns they filter. This through. is a hey. this is a straw color. This is I have an light. announcement. Yeah, and it's we have recently 112 new views on our Facebook fan page. Mm. Fantastic. So, yeah. Like recently, like recently, as of June of last year? No, as of like two days ago. Holy smokes. Be sure to like us on our Facebook fan page. That's where we put up all of our links to our uh, podcasts and our photos and all that fun stuff. So check us out. All right, cool. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> somebody doesn't care about social yeah, media. No kidding. Yeah, so we talked he's about not in charge of Facebook any social media. For old I just, I just saw the, the notification. I thought I'd bring it up. Sorry, didn't beginning. mean to interrupt. I just, I'm intrigued by how cloudy and murky this beer is compared to all the other ones. It's filtered to seven and a half microns. <laughs> it's a light <laughs> straw color, and it's very murky. You know, would you like a quick fun fact that'll take two seconds? You always say that. It yeah. always takes like two minutes. No, this one really will take two seconds. <laughs> so the color of this beer actually looks like some jet fuel as well. That's my fun fact. Are we drinking jet fuel? No, I just thought I'd point it out. Because that could be fun. No. It, no. <laughs> so is this why it ends up taking two minutes? Yeah. Because Trust me, me so. that would not be fun. You'd probably die. Are we drinking the gun or the oil first? The Maverick. I don't know. What? <laughs> the Maverick. Ah, the gun and the oil made. Can, the can I be goose or is it a blend? Sure, because he's ice man. Ice, okay. Man, damn! I don't like you because you're dangerous. 
Two of your snot-nosed jockeys did a fly by my tower at over 400 knots. I want some butts. (laughs) And I want them now. That's twice. That peaked. (laughs) (laughs) I want some butts. Uh, This reminds me of the agave nectar. I want some butts. I want them now. I've had it. Duke Wayne did like our page. You know, this is not a... This is... Did you say Dick? I said Duke. Oh. I feel like, like there's a little more going on in this one. There is. Yeah. It, it's it's more it's even more I think grainy and malty. Yeah. It's definitely grainy. And I think pretty dang smooth. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna kinda pound this a little bit, so it's, give me a second. It's got kind it's of the hops. it's got kind of the sweetness that the Coors did, but it's smooth yeah. like the PBR. My I opinion. like this beer. My poundability rating would be uh <laughs> I don't know, a ten and a half. I like this beer. I do like this beer. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's very dry for me. <clears throat> it's dry for me, and it's a little more hop forward as well. I get some I sweet bread, like some sweet bready notes. I don't get as much hops as there were in the upslope. Do you get me any sweet, sweetness on the back end? I get more hops than the back end sweetness. <laughs> <laughs> Is there not a drop for that? No, because it was on the outtakes episode. Oh, that's right. It's rated R. Rated yeah. NC seventeen. Don't listen to it unless you're like an I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of this one. It, it's a little yeah. too dry for me personally. I like I like this one a lot. It is different from the other ones. Yeah, it's definitely different. I like it. I, I feel like I like this better than I did when we had it on tap the first time. Because I remember at BFF I did not care for it at all. I just thought really? it was, Yeah, I just thought it was bleh. Best kind of forever. Maybe they've changed something or <laughs> I don't know. Having it on draw versus in the bottle. <laughs> Drought. Drought. Draft. Draw. Draught. Drag it. So, hmm. interesting. Yeah. It's kind of neat to see some different examples of the same style. Yeah. Um, especially a style that has been well established for, you know, decades. Mm-hmm. That this is what it is. This is what it should be. And then you got some uh, some smaller craft guys saying, you know what? Let's change it up a little bit. They're having having their own take on it. Uh, I think it's the sweetest kind of one so far. You think I it's think sweeter it's, than the Coors? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I think I like the Coors better. <laughs> you know, I think I do too. Because it reminds you of high school in a field? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh my gosh. Or on a camping trip? <laughs> How many times can we ask that? Five pound of LD rating. Coors tastes like pushing an old VW single cab back behind the bushes because it was light enough that four of us could just pick it up. Fair enough. That's a good taste descriptor, right? <laughs> I put this one pretty high as far as poundability. Uh, at least an eight. I might go I, with the nine on this one, too. I like this. Yeah. Ten. Woo! Mm. Did Sawyer go past ten again? I said ten and a half. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he did. <laughs> we'll go 8.7. <clears throat> I feel like the carbonic specific. bite. <laughs> I feel like the carbonic bite hits you as, you're, uh, as you drink more. More so than it did in the other ones. Hmm. So there's a lot more back-end carbonic bite. See, I haven't actually pounded any of these like you have, so I can't speak to that. But So how can you rate the poundability rating if you haven't pounded it? Because it can. <laughs> so are, you, are these intentional Spinal Tap references or accidental Spinal Tap references? Are you asking me? Yeah. Uh, accidental. Do you know who Spinal Tap is? No. What? <laughs> no, no oh, my God. 
Yeah. You know how the dials on on um, an amp amp only goes to ten? Yeah, they're like we go to eleven. Uh, no, I I still have no idea what you're talking oh about. I God. I mean I know the dial thing, but uh, okay, go yeah. look it up. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm trying to post pictures to our Facebook page. So stop. Watch Spinal Tap. Just stop. <laughs> I, that would interrupt the podcast. I don't want to do that. Well, taking pictures is interrupting it apparently too. <laughs> you can stop, collaborate, and listen. That's not Spinal Tap. Wow. back in a brand new edition. <laughs> yeah. Word Light beer. That was one of Spinal Tap's first earlier. Earlier. I haven't heard that one since the pumpkin beer episode. Yeah, that's a throwback. I haven't had need for it. All right, well, I think we got some more. Yeah, let's do hey, it. Thank you for that compelling introduction. <laughs> what? Next up, we have hams. <laughs> Honey, Why'd you go robot? Sugar, glazed. I mean, Why'd you go robot so voice all of a sudden? Well, no, it's not ham with one M. It's ham with two M's. What's that soccer player? Mia. Mia. Yeah. She was hot. Did she make this? Small but powerful. Was she the she one that ripped off her away. shirt? No, yes. that was Brady Chastain. Oh. oh. And like spun around, had the... Uh, Thanks, Sakar no. knows bra. his women's yeah. soccer. I was watching that back in 1998. Sakar knows his women's. I, mean, I know the Mia women. I know the Mia Ham one because there was a uh, Emmett Smith advertisement for Tide that says small but tiny and he references... Or small but powerful and he references Mia Hammond in it as well. <laughs> All right. Did she make this? <laughs> she did. Or it's hers. Hands. She was born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin in 1840. <laughs> and when she was 25, she made her very first beer. And it she was aged Hams. very well. She did. She's doing great. <laughs> aged ham. Okay, excellent. <laughs> it's a honey yeah. ham? The description for this uses Smoked one of my favorite ham? beer words. So this is America's classic premium beer. And it was born in the land of sky blue waters. <laughs> And it is brewed in true family tradition from the purest water and, here we go, my favorite brewing word, choicest barley malt, grain, and hops. Choicest? Uh, choicest. Choicest. The number of beers that are brewed with a choicest something. Not is, to be confused with coitus. Uh, <laughs> I am the drunkest. <laughs> are you the choicest? I guess. <laughs> I'd like to be hired on by brewery as the choicer. You are the guy that sits and you pick out the grains, the best ones. The choicest ones. I'm I'm the choicer that chooses the choicest ones. Not the best ones. The yeah. Not to be confused with the Chaucer. The brewer? Yes. Apparently, brewer, it's, brewer. Apparently it's a Miller product. But yeah. It's a Miller product. I don't know product. when that happened. So they were the can says Milwaukee. Miller. I'm sure they were. Milwaukee. Okay. Which, like Frado said, if, you, if you're brewing a, a lager, a pale lager out of Milwaukee, it's probably a Miller product. <laughs> <laughs> yeah truth truth all right or it could have been brewed here in fort worth very true very very true there are two miller coors facilities yes i drive by one every day so how's your ham this is the roughest of the bunch yeah so far. it's pretty rough i like it it's pretty rough <laughs> clarity I like this beer. you like this beer? <laughs> <laughs> the clarity and color are similar obviously to the other ones but um the aroma, it's got, I don't want to say sour, but it's got like a weird tinge. Buttery. Yeah. Uh, this reminds me of the agave nectar in the Sidewinder. <laughs> really? No. It's no. buttery. It reminds me yeah, of Paradise Seeds. Yeah. yeah. Definite butter. Flavor and aroma. I get it, yeah. I like butter. It's good. On toast. So, 
dip your toast in this? Maybe. Seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Probably. I think, I, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Just a just a bit of diacetyl. I mean, not overly Not sober. diacetyl. <laughs> Google DMS. Do you say Homs? No. <laughs> Homs Premium Lager. Diacetyl. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was trying to... Uh... It might be Homs. Oh, shit. What if it's a German immigrant? Oh, shit. I was talking oh, to my phone, trying to get it to you know spell out the text for me for you know, trivia today. Yeah, and every time I said logger, it spelled it wrong. L o g g e r. Yeah, yeah, I've had that yeah. problem. That happens all the time. <laughs> I was like, no, it's a light logger. He's not very heavy guy. It's like I remember, <laughs> I remember texting Travis at some point. I was like driving down the road or something, and so I did the voice thing. Yeah, and I was like, hey, I just picked up a really cool looking logger. <laughs> was it like, cute? Uh, what? <laughs> How much like, flannel was dang he it, Siri! <laughs> was he cute? I think Different Oscar than a Oscar Blues makes a Mexican lager. What? Or no, ska. Ska what? ska brewing. They make a beer called Mexican L O G G E R lager. Like uh, is, is it a lager? Well, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's ale? like no, like just the music style. style. No, it, Belgian saison. It, it's like a Corona <laughs> Mexican <laughs> lager, but it's like big band. Interesting. Is yeah. it like SK? YY vodka? No. No, it's oh. like SKA, ah. like ska. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Just Thank you for the music. <laughs> You're welcome, bro. <laughs> like for big this, real fish. For this episode, I tried to find uh, Deep Ellum Nido Bandito. Ooh, I love that one. Because that would fit in the style, but I didn't see any in cans whenever I looked around. ba da ba ba da ba So, anyways, back to the hams, because we haven't really talked about it yet. <laughs> Samples well, losing it. We I think have he's kind drunk. of talked about it. It is the roughest butteriest. Diacetyl. I don't know. Okay, so whenever you say bubbly. the roughest, why do you say the roughest? Just because everything was really non-committal on any flavor so far, and then this one is like, "Hi, butter." Samples drunk. Okay. Because the turkey Cause, comes along, and they're like, you know, I'm okay. And then the beef, they're like, hey, we're just glad to be here. And then the ham. We're hamming it Ooh. up. Because uh. I think it's actually pretty smooth drinking. Um, well, I, is, I, I, I see why... I, I do see the butter comparison. Um, but I think sour. as it goes down, it's actually a little bit smoother than probably a little bit the others. I'm not, I'm not angry at this. Oh, yeah. I'm not angry. I like this I mean, beer. Take it, take it in the context of really? being the roughest one between all these yes. bland and offensive beers. <laughs> It's not bad. It's it's got more flavor than most. Yeah, but not good flavors. Well, yeah, but most people know. aren't gonna know the difference. There are a lot of people who like lard. There are a lot of people who like Keystone. Warm natty light. Ooh. Warm natty light does not have the butter. It has the cream corn. Why have I drank like so much walk, warm natty light? It's like you walked like, up to a horse. Please expand on that situation there. Will you elaborate, him? please? I used to live with fluke. No. <laughs> Well, he's got... Oh, wait. No, he doesn't. Never mind. He doesn't have any more BP. No. there. I, you know what? Every time we think we've drank the last of that, there's <laughs> always at least one more. We drank Travis's very last honey beer like six times. I can... Yeah. It's, that was your guys first brew, savor this one. It's the very last one. We made a big deal about every time, and then just another <laughs> kept showing up. Was. That was like your first brew, wasn't it, Travis? Yeah. Yeah. And it just kept showing back up. <laughs> Whenever Otis moved out of his apartment, he brought me a six-pack of Shiner Spiegelicht, which 
which was awful. (laughs) Shiner Frost, which was awful. They don't make any of those anymore. Yeah, they do. They changed Frost to Dortmunder, and it's still awful. And uh, and there was two honeys in it. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, "This really? You held on to these? This is a fun episode. All right, so poundability rating. Uh, hold that. Hold the phone. Uh, Nine. Seven. Nine point four. I'm gonna say Ooh. six. Oh, we're all over the place. Dang. Why? Do, why do you say six? I don't, I don't like the butter. The diacetyl. I don't. I would say I don't like it. Do 12. you want me to pound yours for you? Oh, I'm still gonna drink it. And oh, it's okay. beer, but I just my number it only goes to eleven. I prefer out of all of these. I think but twelve is louder. I think Maverick Lager is probably at the top for me. Okay, so question. Um, whenever you're beer. pounding a beer, how much do you actually taste as you're actually chugging it? Very little. Yeah. Well, except, unless you're drinking 1050. I think I think the taste, the mouthfeel, the carbonation, all that stuff kind of go together for uh. pineability. I mean, think about where pineability started. Our pineability rating. That was, was Martin versus Fest Beer. Oh, well, did we do that on the Martin episode or the Fest beer episode? That's what I was saying. Martin versus Fest beer. The whole reason they made Fest beer was because it was more poundable. Oh, it was yeah. lighter. It had a lighter body. Right, right. So yeah, I, I think they're all. It's all. All those things are important when you're thinking about poundability. Would I want to pound a ten fifty? No. Do I like the taste? Absolutely. It's not always the same kind of situation. But in pounding it, you don't really get the taste your goal is I, to I, drink I think it as I would, fast as possible you still taste it though about mm. halfway through it you start tasting it. you yeah. still taste it you can't have that the beer going across your tongue and not taste it to me I, sure you can if you just open up your throat and like pour it in maybe but you're still gonna it's still gonna touch your tongue you're still gonna taste it it's so like thick and creamy that I don't know that I could pound it as well. <laughs> so many drops of Fratto giggling in the background. <laughs> I had no idea. I, I'm not even on the show often enough for I that to no be real. I had no idea. You have more drops than me. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. They're all Sawyer drops, and they're all me laughing at him. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Just like the whole, like, we're going to have lots of giggles thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah giggles. So anything else on... Uh... Ham. Nine zombie. I, I, I have something. Okay. Are you ready? See. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. Let me know. I would like to meet your comment. <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. Hey, everyone's ready. That's so pretty hammy, Travis. Uh, yeah, I like this beer. <laughs> <laughs> and Fado's walking out. That, that, that's a big He's taking off his headphones. He's storming out the door. Fado's gone. That is that. Well... Thank you All for right. joining us for another episode. <laughs> oh. Moving on to our next beer. What's next? And our last beer <laughs> is actually a revisit from one that we have already featured, I think, on episode eight. The Cream Ale. Cream Ale. And it is Chicago's beer, the only one they make, old style. <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. And this uh, this was one that we featured in the Cream Ale episode. It is listed on the BJCP guidelines as a um, a commercial example of the Cream Ale style. However, we did want to talk about how that compared to the American Lager because they are they are oh so close. I mean, even on the even on the guidelines for the Cream Ale style, we do need one. I did not mean to do that. 
<laughs> on the cream ale guidelines, the style comparison, they say similar to a standard American lager, but with more character. And that's it. So if you remember on the cream ale episode, this originally started as a hybrid where they uh, they wanted to make a nice clean lager, but they didn't have refrigeration character or refrigeration technology yet. So they had to make something that was very similar to that, but it had you know some more more yeast esters and more yeast characteristics because yep. it was fermented at a warmer temperature. Um, and while whereas the American lager is lagered, so you're going to have a lot less of that, and it's more smooth. But um, man, they are. They are also oh close. Yeah, I mean, like we're doing um, style one B and cream ale's one C, so they're even right next to each other in the guidelines. Oh, I see. This tastes the same <laughs> as everything else we've had today. Now, no. according to BJCP, though, you're going to get more character. That could be yeast. That could be adjunct. It could be grain. It could be, you know, whatever. This tastes the same as everything else we've had today. So the American cream ale, if I remember right, uh, aren't those typically? Don't you typically use more corn in brewing them? Not really. No? <clears throat> I don't know if the, the amount is different, but, I mean, you're going to use an adjunct in the cream ale. You're going to use an adjunct in the American lager. And the cream So there's really was, not that big of a difference other than, like Travis mentioned, the, the yeast character the fermentation temperature. was designed to compete with the, the lager, yes. right? So, so cream ale was brewed with corn, and yep. it's acceptable <clears throat> to have corn flavor in it. Not cooked corn because that's DMS, but right. that's yes, you, you can have a a corn flavor in it, and that is totally acceptable. So this is an ale and not a lager, right? It, uh, yes, it's an <coughs> ale that that is like uh, it's cool lager yeast fermented. brewed at ale temperature, right? Lager yeast at ale temperature, or it could be the other way. Is that similar to the California even, Common? But it was a hybrid. Does that even work though? Well, right yeah, now? and I think. Does it work? Sure. Does it It'll does? Get, It'll yeah. ferment? Yeah, you get yeah. more off flavors. You get, yeah. Oh, okay. Which is what I assume the well, character they're talking quote, about is. off flavors. You right. get different flavors. Yeah, lager yeast will work at ale temperatures. Mm-hmm. It's going to be different. Okay. It won't be crisp and clean. Yeah. Clean lager yeast. <laughs> I'm sorry, it won't be. <laughs> I can't even say it incorrectly. I don't... Cool. I was curious. <laughs> Never mind, I just realized clean Crisp and red. clean, no caffeine. The, yeah, there is no caffeine <laughs> in uh, a cream or a, Do you not know what water. that is? No. Frado, do you remember what that was? <coughs> it was an old um, slogan, advertisement slogan. It was either 7-Up or Sprite. I don't remember. No. Anyway. No. Originally known as sparkling or present-use ales, <laughs> lager strains were, and sometimes still are, used by some brewers but we're not historically mixed with ale strains. Cold conditioning isn't traditional, although modern brewers sometimes use it. So it was traditionally brewed with a lager strain, but it wasn't necessarily cold conditioned or a.k.a. lagered. Look at that. I knew you are talking about a cream ale, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cream ale is like basically a young lager that hasn't undergone the whole conditioning process. A lung yager? Clean lager. Like a hockey player? Lung yager. <laughs> a young L- lung yager. East. 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 <laughs> what? Lung yager yeast. No. <laughs> I can't even do it wrong on purpose. Incorrectly. He made the initial all-star game this year, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yager least was in the all-star game? Yarmir Yager. Oh, God. Never mind. 
Sorry, I don't watch whatever sport that is. <laughs> hockey. <laughs> I haven't watched hockey since before the strike that they did in like like ninety three or something like that. <clears throat> yeah, I was a real big Stars fan, and then they struck, and then uh, I haven't watched hockey since. Honestly, I don't get a lot more character. Maybe some more grain and some corn, but it's not like over the top to where I would say these are different beers. Very we got similar. grain. We got grain and corn out of hams. Exactly, Very similar. and we got grain, grain out, out of, of coors. Yeah. How can you get grain and corn out of a ham? But usually, you stuff the way that it's you a stuffed bake ham. it. Stuff. Oh, okay. okay, it's like a turduncan. Well, you just said ham. You didn't say stuffed hams. I get bread out of a turkey at Thanksgiving. You know how do you do that? Bread's made of grain. It's like stuffing. Anyway, poundability rating. Oh, Ten. hold on. <laughs> Ten. I, the the carbonation level isn't as high, so I I might go eight or nine for this one also. Nine. Ten. Nine eight. Ninety eight. <laughs> nine eight. Ninety eight. Nine, nine point eight. eight. Oh, nine so nine this beer goes to ninety eight. Nine point eight. <laughs> All right, well, this was not really that enlightening. Right. Well, <laughs> it is what it is. And we're going to go enjoy some uh, some football. Yeah, and some in, in which we were excited that the team, team won. won. Oh, we're yeah. really, that yeah. was a great game. Yeah. We, it was a fantastic we game. We knew it yes. from the start. <laughs> That's oh why gosh. we said that the, at the beginning of the The episode. game was unbelievable. That play where threw the ball to, and they made a... <laughs> <laughs> and got X amount of... I'm sorry, that wasn't supposed to say it. It was, un- <laughs> it was unbelievable. Unbelievable. There's going to be a controversial play where half the people are going to say he caught it and half the people are going to say he didn't. He okay. didn't make a football move. Yeah. There was not enough football move in that catch. What is a football move? <laughs> Do you not see that? I saw it, but okay. what, what is a football move? <laughs> exactly. That's my thought. Like I ran with a ball in my hand. Go ask John Madden. <laughs> He's get it wrong. Is he still alive? Uh, the point of the game yeah, here no, is to get the ball in. into the end zone. If he's, you don't do that, you're not going to score enough alive, points he's to win. Not alive. <laughs> he's passed away. He did? Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I know he's in bad shape, but I thought he was alive. Anyway, so um, well, John, John Madden. Is John Madden still alive? Here's John Madden. He was born. Really? He's 79. Wow, Sawyer. Just kidding. I you thought sounded he passed, so sure. I thought he passed away. According to this one, it says he was born in 1982. Ooh. That, that's probably not right. I don't yeah. think that's right. I think he won like <laughs> yeah. four Super Bowls Maybe. by the Cons- time, right? Considering he was coaching the Oakland Raiders 20 years before that. Yeah. Is John Madden still alive? It doesn't have the little beep beep. I found this on the web for is John Madden still alive. Oh, my gosh. He was born in Austin. You know who died this week that Minnesota. I was kind of upset about? Who? Maurice White. Yeah, he's still alive. Who's that? Yeah, who is that? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, dude. Really? I saw yeah. that. Come yeah. on, y'all. That's a... <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's kind of funny because... It's not funny, but... I passed out September for my jazz band, and we've been reading it for about a week. And then we we, we ran it that day. So I was like, oh. So the next day, we had a, we had a little quiet moment for Maurice White, and then we played September. Great song. Anyway. Great band. Well, thank you, Sakar, and thank you, Frado, for joining us. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank episode. you. It's my pleasure. Yeah. And oh, that's fantasy. It's not September. Yeah, it's not I'm September. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Wrong song. <laughs> thank you, everyone else, for listening. We appreciate it. And then I uh, will say thank you for joining us for our latest episode of Bruce Styles, where our topic of discussion was the American Lager. Join us next week when we travel south on I-35 and broadcast direct from San Antonio. 
I just hope we remember our ale. Amo. <laughs> Cheers till then.